0: And welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast, episode 69. Uh, with me, Tony, who is a little bit poor, so just uh, ignore me um, my bummed up nose and me coughing and spluttering up. I'll try, I'll try to mute my mic as much as I can. Uh, with me as usual, Ben, you there, Ben?
1: Hi, mate, you're all right,
0: all oh, right, mate. And James, are you there? Hi, Tony, I'm here. You're both gonna have to carry me through this one, I think. Uh, the <laughs> lurgy's got a hold of me. Um, yeah, good to have you both back on as usual. Um, not long left now in the season. We've probably got about three podcasts left uh, f- after this one or maybe two after this one. am not too sure, but not many. Uh, we are coming down to the nitty-gritty. Um, we'll fire through our teams, see how they've done this week, and then we'll get on to... We've got a few few questions. Um, quite quite a few are looking ahead to next season and w- what the plans are and... I'm probably a little bit of a reflection of this season. Um, yeah, let's get going then. You're first up, James. Uh let's have a look at your team,
2: mate. <clears throat> yeah, twenty nine points this week so far. Um Mendy and goal minus one. Those Chelsea clean sheeps are still eluding us. Um, <clears throat> Trent got three, Cancelo got ten, Matip didn't play, so I'm hoping he plays um midweek. Uh, Robertson got zero. Bernardo Silva, rare rest for him. Mm. Got nothing. KDB got four. Diaz, come on, 13 points, star man. <laughs> uh, Salah got nothing. Jota got nothing and Mane got nothing. <laughs> but I'm He's hoping they'll do well in midweek, so we'll see. That's it. who he got midweek? Oh, that's a good question. As you know, I'm so tired. My brain's not working properly today. Liverpool's um, got
1: Villa.
0: Yeah, that's it. Man city got I away Villa.
2: Yeah. yeah, hopefully Stevie G will do us a favour. <laughs> 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 but he said today that he's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Louis Diaz, best player on pitch for Liverpool that day. He's
1: getting the ratings now, isn't he?
0: Yes. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, Smashing it. He's everywhere, isn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: It's a little bit like, he's like Bernardo Silva, but better. It's just like, he's got this tenacity about him, isn't he? He's just, he, his work ethic is unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Right, like, Probably matched only by someone like Bernardo Silva, who, who gets everywhere as well.
2: Um, yeah, he's a proper little terrier of a player, isn't he?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just do one moment. I think he, he he took on a couple of players. I think he had a shot which got deflected out and went almost out for a throw-in, mm. and he chased the shot from one one end of pitch to other end of pitch, and won, won the ball back. I, I, I think he took it off. Um, he took it off one of the Spurs players. Won the ball back, got possession, knocked it back to, knocked it back to full back. Just watching it, thinking that's it's bloody impressive that. Mm. A young lad, young winger, skillful winger. He's just got everything about him. Very special player. Great signing for Liverpool.
2: Mm.
0: Right. We'll have a look at my team. Do you know? Weirdly, my team's done really well this week.
2: That's um, that's the highest score you've had in the same time in the training. Yeah, honestly it is.
0: <laughs> um, but my luck doesn't continue <laughs> my look doesn't, uh doesn't continue really out. I put in Ruben Diaz um, and very quickly his outfit season. So that's yeah. just the way it's gone for this team. Um, obviously, I got the five points for the clean sheet. So a little bit of a boss, But Ederson, eight points. Diaz, five points. Cancelo, 10 points. Could have had a couple of goals. Cancelo, he, mm.
1: he
0: had a good game. Uh, Thiago Silva, two points. Robertson, zero. De Bruyne, four. I thought he had a really good game as well. I think four, a little bit harsh. Um, Diaz, 13. Sterling, 18. Sneaking star man there with a goal in the last few yeah, seconds. late goal,
1: gone yeah. in the star man.
0: A lovely unselfish be- behaviour from Grealish. Yeah. Um, sliding that across to Sterling for for the goal. Um, Grealish had a good game as well, I thought. Uh, Salah, zero. Mane, zero. Havertz zero. Uh, I'm sure them three blanks for me last week as well. <laughs> All three of them. Um, but yeah, so far, 60 points. A nice week for this team, but like it's not it's not really going anywhere. Um at the moment it is in i probably have to find it, can I? Here we go. It is twenty-three K this team. Best team's currently at six hundred. Um yeah, that's where I'm at then.
1: Cool. What, what's your thoughts on Havertz then you're gonna keep him
0: In see this how he gets side, on midweek yeah. week it. yeah um he's still a bit of a differential mm. so it's one of them I've, 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 I've stuck with him I just, I just have to play it out now and it's he's one of them where I'd move him on and probably grab him, celebrate. brace it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not worth it um say we have to take Diaz out. Probably, probably move back to a 3 4 3 in that team. Um, not use too
1: sure
0: yet.
1: Use one transfer. Uh, yeah.
0: Dia, um, did I take Diaz uh, yeah, yeah, Bernardo Silva to Diaz. Yeah. Just trying to maximise the fixtures. Obviously, Bernardo Silva not playing, which, like, mm. like James said, is a bit strange. He had a rest. But yeah, they don't have that many games to this city now. Yeah. Three games left, so. Yeah, that's the plans with that. Over to your team then, Ben.
1: Yeah, um, fifty points this week so far. Um, it's up to three hundred and seventy seventh now. Happy days. Uh, I uh, had two transfers left on Thursday, so I've um gone. I've gone from. I've gone from uh, Jota to Mane to get me f- uh 500 grand in profit and it, it's probably the right move anyway cuz Manny seems to be playing a lot more than Jota now. Um and then I went Sterling to Bernardo Silva. So I, I gained 400 grand on that as well but um Bernardo Silva I thought oh, he's he's an in that team. So come this weekend Sterling's back in, Silva's out. <laughs>
0: so <laughs>
1: I'm there thinking, what do I do? Do I, do I got, four, got three weeks left of the season? Do I just hold or do I just attack? And I just went, right. I discussed with you, didn't I? I'm on the WhatsApp chat. and I said, oh, I'm thinking I think I'm bring Sterling back in. So I just went from Bernardo Silva back to Sterling and he's gone and rewarded me with 18 points. <laughs> Great move. <laughs> yeah, and some money back in the bank is also that's quite good. Um, I'd be surprised. Well, you shouldn't, I can't get dropped now, surely, for midweek sterling after getting two oh. goals.
2: <laughs> Want to bet? Yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> He'll
1: do what
0: he wants.
1: Yeah, well, I, I had, I ain't used any transfers yet, so I thought, well, I'll use one this week, and I've yeah. done that. So, yeah. So, uh, um, got Mendy in goal, minus one. Robertson, zero. Cancelo got an assist and a clean sheet. Alexandrano, three. Van Dyke, zero. De Bruyne, Sterling, Diaz, Salah, Kane, Mane. Kane got three points. Um my best team now is hundred and ninety-first. It's gone up now, so I'm happy with that. It was, I was floating around top two hundred for a bit. But yeah. Um yeah, so four four transfers left. I'm to uh, see what I'll see what I do with that next week then.
0: Happy days. Stuff. Where's your Where's your top team ranked, James?
2: at the minute.
1: 175th know. Catching you up, James.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not far We're off. We'll be on our ranks a bit later on, actually.
1: Uh, yeah, we do. I've uh, I'm only 35 points off the top hundred now, so it's, it's quite close up there, isn't it?
2: Hmm.
0: It yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Right. Over to the questions. Um first up we've got Connor. Um can we have a sneak peek of any content you guys will be providing during the football break? Pretty please.
2: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
2: James. Well, Connor, um we're taking we're gonna take um, the month of June off from podding. Um we will be doing so we'll be using that time to uh, plan our pre-season content. Um, we're actually going pause to the, pause the patron payments in June, um, but you can expect lots of uh, great patron articles and podcasts in July in the run up to the start of the season. And um, as one of our uh, <clears throat> one of our website writers, because you, you do the blog, you'll be uh, one of the first to hear about it. So uh, watch this space. Yeah,
0: definitely. Lord's well, planned. Uh, looking forward to to getting loads of loads of stuff done pre pre season. Um basically get a full pre season under our belt. All three of us. Um everyone that's in the Patreon obviously gonna have some good prep good prep going into the new season. It's gonna be good good fun. Um yeah, don't want to divulge too much, Connor, but yeah, what's in store. Um that will be trickled out over the next say uh, three, four, five weeks. Um, Right, Patrick, DT Patrick. Question for the host. What were the key things you feel you got right on Dream Team this season? And what were the key things you feel you got wrong and will look to remedy for next season? Um,
2: James. Well, I have seem to have been um, pretty economical with my transfers this year, apart from maybe the first couple of months where you're trying to suss out the best players and jump on some price rises so you don't get priced out um generally i've got transfers at the end of the month left over and i've used those to set myself up for the following month and i never seem to be in a situation where i've got where I've, i've run out of transfers and i've got injuries and things like that so that's worked well for me um that's what i was doing in my with with my top side um and a few of the others um I suppose you could argue perhaps I could have been a bit more aggressive at certain points in the season, something I've been thinking about. Um, But I've had success by holding back some of those transfers and um, it does allow you to get ahead of the template and jump on changing situations quickly when some other managers might, you know, you get to the last week or two of of the month and they might have burnt all their transfers. Well, I can, if something happens, you know, a player gets injured and you think, well, that guy's now going to be nailed on, you can you can then jump on him. It does give you flexibility to sort of make strategic moves um, yes. if you've got a few transfers in your back pocket. So that's worked quite well for me this year, and, and that sort of uh, lends itself to my playing style, really. Um, <clears throat> in terms of um, things not gone so well this year... <clears throat> I think um, moving off the Liverpool blocks um, to Chelsea was didn't work very well for me this year. I was trying to, I was in the top one hundred, um, trying to break the top ten, <laughs> and um, it had the opposite effect, unfortunately. But you got to try these things. Um, the other thing I wrote down was um, I started with Fabianski in in a couple of my um, in goal in a couple of my key teams including the podcast team, if you remember. And that was a bit of a painful experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was sort of a mid, around mid-price, and he just, every week he just kept dropping and dropping in price. Yeah. And he wasn't even playing the European fixtures that I'd brought him in for, because uh, they were using the reserve goalie for those for those games. Um, so I think there's something to be said for a set-and-forget keeper, in a way. Although I did see... Some people do reasonably well with the likes of Sanchez and Jose Sarr, um at the start of the season. So my strategy for my goalkeeper isn't really set in stone yet, but um, I'm erring towards keeping it safe in goal this year because um, it's not really a position you want to be making transfers mm. for, um, yeah. especially at the beginning of the season. Um, and um, the other thing that I've taken away from this year is I, I would be wary of teams playing in the... Um, the sort of the qualifying rounds of the, of the lesser European competitions. Um, so they they tend to put out weakened sides and you, you, you think, oh, I'm going to load up on load of Spurs players. And then next thing you know, the reserves are pr- pretty much playing. So I think you need to be wary of those early qualifying rounds in Europe. So that, that's a few of my takeaways from from this season.
0: Yeah, really good there. Very good, James. Ben? Yeah, I think
1: I concur with everything you said there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I started with Sanchez in goal, and um, he didn't seem to go up much in value. (laughs) (laughs) But he's gone and got a clean sheet today uh, this weekend against United, didn't he? So,
2: yeah,
1: just when you don't expect it. Um, And I got I Deli Ali in my team. Like too many Spurs players, really. I'm definitely not going to be jumping on the uh, qualifiers. I don't think (laughs) too much. Maybe a couple of key players. We don't even know who's going to be in it yet, do we? Might no. be United yet. <laughs> oh,
2: <God. laughs> yeah, United so in, the, in the Papa John's Conference League. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say to you, lads, oh, you can't call it that anymore because we're in the final. <laughs> <laughs> no chance now. <laughs> <would you? laughs> uh, so such a such a disappointing end to the season.
0: Yeah, it has. yeah. Especially with with the way Leicester seem to just give up on the league as well. Yeah, I think sometimes you need continuity, don't you? Just play your best side. Mm. I I know there's a lot of games and this that over, but I don't think Leicester in a position where they can swap and change that much. It's just I think they were the players in and out that much. It's just mm. that probably affected them as well.
1: Yeah, I think I think because they've had so many injuries though that they couldn't play yeah. the strongest defense every game. Like Johnny Evans couldn't play two games a week now. He's injury prone. Fafana was being out for like nine months. So he he had to uh, be rested in midweek and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: Then the forward line, I, know, I, I obviously they had massive injuries at the back line and they've really struggled. Siyuncu's obviously struggled this season. Mm. Uh, Vestegaard's come in and yeah. looks an absolute shadow of what he was at Southampton because <laughs> a, a decent centre mm. out there. And... But the forward line with Barnes hasn't really got running. Um, obviously, Vardy's injuries and stuff. But Daka, Ian, actual all this. There's been a lot of swapping and changing. Just, just every time I see a Leicester lineup, mm. I, I just feel like it's like he's just shuffled a bag, yeah, and just thrown out eleven players.
1: Yeah, I seen a stat the other day. It was um, between Evans and Fafana. They both played eleven games. All, see, all season in the Premier League.
0: Wow. That's your two best centre outs yeah. isn't it?
2: <clears throat> oh, that's reminded me of um, Ryan Bertrand at the start of the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had him as well. What a disaster yeah. that was! Oh. I mean, he was he was so cheap. I think he was two million. And yeah, honestly, um you, yeah. you remember the marauding? Well, maybe marauding is a bit of too strong a word. <laughs> but the, the half decent fullback for <laughs> uh, of Southampton, and then he goes. <laughs> I don't know what happened when he went to to Leicester, but yeah,
1: I I, I, I texted you lads and I was going, he looks good, Bertrand. In three yeah. season, we beat Villarreal in a friendly, and he he was on the free kicks, corners, everything, and he got two assists in his debut. And I was thinking, oh, he, he looks all right, but just didn't 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 kick on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, strange one. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, out you into looking to a remedy next season then. Mm,
1: yeah, probably like you said, avoid the uh, Europa Conference so much. Uh, try and go with uh, stronger, stronger back lines and just tr- try and go with stronger teams. Like I've got Deli Ali in my first team, more Lucas Mora. Uh, yeah. Regilon a no no from me now on. He's just been so. Like, he's been so in and out with Spurs yeah. all season. Luke Shaw I had as well. Uh, that's, after
0: had... A, that's after a great Euro, is that, isn't it? Yeah. Is it...
1: Br- Bruno Fernandes started well for me. You know? He got a hat-trick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think quite a few added Bruno. I think I had him in most of my opening sides as well.
1: Yeah, and Simikas, Simikas was in for Robertson, weren't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. that's right. That pump Did... paid off. He, mm. he he got uh, gained in value, didn't he? And he yeah. He, he got quite a few points early doors.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: Um, I think this year I've I've probably played my transfers better this year. I've been more patient. Um, not as I, I, I love a gamble. I like a I like a little bit of a gun call punt, but I've I've sat on them and I've been more patient. I probably took a little bit of a. Uh, James's game there with, because I know obviously you're very uh, patient, James, you like to play the long game and stuff. Mm. Um, but then I think, as well as that, probably improving my game a little bit, I think at some points it's held me back a little bit because I think I was possibly a little bit too slow and I didn't get onto that Liverpool um, block um, quick enough. I, I kind of think once once sometimes once you, they've had like two or three back-to-back clean sheets and that you feel like, and then you you, you see the ownership grow and grow. Mm. You then, I feel, I, I felt probably more pressure then to probably go against it. And because I wanted to gain rank when re- really I should have just jumped on the wave and re- rid the wave out with, with everybody else yeah. and then moved along. And that's probably one thing that, um, I'll definitely uh, take into next season is, um, yeah, probably not It's all so quick to write off um, the pros of jumping on that wave, even if it's a little bit late, because I could have just grabbed on some coattails and don't, don't get me wrong, the moves that I made, if Liverpool had have conceded a few over that really nice run they had, and Chelsea's fixtures or City's uh, fixtures have come to some good... Um, it wouldn't been, they wouldn't have been bad moves. So it's all hindsight as well in this game, and um, but yeah, that's one thing. Uh, the Europa League conference is another one. Um, obviously, we've all touched on it. Then, unless they change and they do actually rate it next season, hmm. which we don't know. Obviously, there's there's going to be a new a new management team in charge of of the game. Whether they do rate it properly, whether they do use who scored, whether we don't know what's going to happen with that, but. If they do, then obviously it's something that we need to keep our eye on. Um, key things, any players that I didn't touch Tim O'Verner this year, <laughs> not once. Uh, no, not once. Not even um, after
1: his little blurt. Like, no, I a few didn't.
2: Weeks ago. I didn't. <clears throat> you attempted though. Oh no! You?
0: Hold on, sorry, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. I did in the Costa League. I put him in this weekend <laughs> in the Costa League. Obviously, a differential. I threw him in there. Um, Obviously, that plays month to month. So, trying to, trying to, (laughs) yeah, that's the the first time I touched Verda this uh, this season. So, I've grown as a manager. Um, (laughs) 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 But yeah, there's a lot of things I got right. A lot of things I got wrong. Uh, Yeah, a lot lot of things. To, I think at the start as well. uh, Rather than at the start of next season, not going to give too much away. But rather than starting with a say, a, a Leicester block and a Man United mm. block. Mm. I think I'll be quite heavy on the top three with all my 10 teams. If it is still 10 teams uh, for next season, I don't think I'll gamble as much with um, and spreading it out too much. I think we know who the top sides will be next year, season, so I mm. think we'll keep it a little bit more simple.
1: I think the season before when Man United and Man City and Villa and I can't remember who the one was actually, it might have been West Ham, I can't remember. But they didn't play the first week, did they? Mm. And uh mm. I jumped on Everton in one of yeah. my blocks and that, that team finished nineteenth.
0: Yeah, so, that, it flew that team. Yeah.
1: That but that that was probably the per, the right time to do that. But maybe next season it's probably better to go a bit more heavier on the top sides. Don't, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think going into the next season, I think there'll be a lot lots of things that are I don't think it's going to be a staggered start like that again. Mm. Um, Unless like this Papa John's conference league qualifiers (laughs) and all this stuff starts to try and get in the way. But I don't think they're going to allow it. Obviously, with the World Cup coming up, I think it's going to be more structured uh, from the start of the Premier League. I think all teams will be pretty much, this is how many games you're playing up to Christmas. And hopefully, obviously, COVID shouldn't really be a factor (laughs) anymore. Um, so we shouldn't it's have all that turn. messing around. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's a more of a, a structured start and a, and a structured season. To be fair, I mean, none of these like missing out on. quite a few times this season, weren't they? Where you'd, you'd load up on a team. Yeah. And next thing you know, they have got two or three games cancelled. Yeah. And
1: Spurs were one, weren't
0: they? Yeah. It'd be so you know, harsh. you could have been doing really well. Um, you could have been up in the top fifty and got stung. With some just complete bad luck, yeah, um, yeah. That's just obviously that's just the way it goes. Everyone's everyone gets stung by it at some point. Yeah, good question, Patrick. Um, right on to Matt Woolley. Um, given the league may go down to the final day, uh, but Liverpool is still in everything. What are your views on how much rotation we'll see with Liverpool and City over the next couple of weeks, James? <clears throat> Liverpool fan, what do you reckon?
2: Well, I, I don't. I'm not really expecting anything to change, really. Um, I think Liverpool will continue to rotate Jota and Diaz, as as they've been doing. I think Diaz is slightly favoured now over Jota. Yeah. Um, Mane and start, Salah will start every game. Um, the back line, you're going to get uh, Matip and uh, uh, C- Canate. Um, will will share game time. Um, Apart from that, I think you'll find you know it's going to be Robertson left back, Trent right back, and Van Dijk will be the ever present. Yeah. Um, for City, I, I, I'm not expecting much um, rotation at, in their back line at the moment because obviously they've got so many they've got loads of injuries now, haven't they? Yeah. So um, you, I think Laporte, Cancelo, and Zinchenko are probably pretty nailed now. Um, yeah. Ake's got sort of a long term niggle. So he's not going to be used every week unless they're desperate. Um, and up in midfield and up top, I'm expecting the same kind of rotation as normal. Um, I don't see Pep changing because it's the end of the season. They still need to win their games. Um, he'll still rotate. He'll still keep, yeah. try and keep everyone happy. Um, KDB will play most games. This he's key to how City play. Um, and of course, they've got no distractions outside the league now. So... Uh, Yeah, I don't think that'll... I'm not seeing any great change in the... Certainly for City, in the philosophy that they go for. I mean, I suppose if Liverpool were to lose the next game, for instance, then um, you might see some changes from Liverpool then because the the title, potential title, would be gone. Second place, I think, is sewn up. So I, I suppose you might see some more rotation bringing in some the likes of Harvey Harvey Elliotts and possibly even your Oxlade-Chamberlains, if Liverpool were to lose a game. But until that happens, um, which hopefully it won't, (laughs) um, I don't think that we'll see anything different to what we've seen so far this season.
0: Yeah, covered it quite well there. Uh, Ben, 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 if there's anything to add. Mute. You're on mute,
2: mate.
0: <clears throat> yeah, there like you
1: said, uh, uh, Man City have got no defenders, so it should be a settled back line. They'll be rotating the midfield as usual. Um, Liverpool looks like Diaz is the main man between him and Jota at the moment. Manny's playing well. Sal is always going to be in there. And. Uh, there's not really any other options at midfield for me for Liverpool. I've heard a few people talking about bringing in Thiago, uh, mm. Fabinho, but it's not for me that just because of the fixture volume. But yeah, not for me. Um, yeah, and defence, Matip and Konati, like you said, you covered it really well there, mate.
2: Cheers, for- cheers, Ben. Yeah, I
0: mean. City, that back line, it's going to struggle for a partner for Laporte, mm. aren't they? Obviously, you've got Fernandinho coming there and do a job, but it's, yeah. it's not ideal. The last three games, trying to go for the Premier League title. Um, Rodri, obviously, I think he's had a few outings there at the centre-half. And then the young lad that he brought on, is it Egan? I sound really ignorant to me, but... Uh, for the last 10 minutes at game against Newcastle they brought on a young lad a young centre half and whether he gets the nod there it's a big <clears> ask <throat> against some uh, I think they've got Wolves West Ham and am not too sure who the other game is but West Ham obviously they've uh, took a few scalps this season um, like to play against the bigger sides it seems it suits them um, it's be an interesting one uh, Wolves I think it would be quite comfortable for them um as the uh, comment goes, Wolves probably on the beach. Uh, not much to play for.
2: Um Well they came back from 2 0 down against Chelsea though, so they've still got some something going for them, although I suppose you could argue they're a bit fortunate. Lost that they scored in the ninety seventh minute, didn't they?
0: <laughs> yeah. They did. They did. Oh well they have quite a lot to play for and they seem to just I don't know, Throw away, I think. But yeah, be interesting with City. Um, I think it's gonna be very close. It's obviously gonna go down to the last game, I guess. Um, who'd you fancy now, James? To win league?
2: Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping West Ham can do us a favour or something like that, or or even the last game of the season. Um, uh, oh, it's Villa. They, they've got Villa, so. Um, But that's that's what the Etihad, though. So the next two games are away. So you'd say if they're going to slip up, it would probably be in one of those away games. Because I imagine, um, you know, one of those, at least one of those, is going to be their last home game of the season. So you you do, even if a team's um, using that phrase on the beach. then, then for the last home game of the season, you, some, sometimes you'll find that they do raise their game a bit because um, they want to go off, go out with a bang. Yeah, Your fans are all excited, etc. Yeah, definitely. is that your dog Tony?
0: No, that's the rain starting. That <laughs> starting to hit conservatory roof. Now, that's imagine. That's
2: the,
1: imagine yes. if uh, Coutinho scored the winner at the Etihad. Gerard wins in the league. <laughs>
2: I'm worried that Coutinho is going to score the winner against Liverpool. Um yeah. but he's not he's not starting at the moment, is he? He didn't start the last match, no. Strange
0: one. He, he come on though did he? For the yeah. last five, 10 minutes or Yeah. Strange one. Strange one. Nice win for Villa against Burnley
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if, um if he plays against Liverpool on um in, in the midweek. Surely he will. You would think he would. But yeah. I, I thought it was strange that he didn't uh, didn't play at the weekend. But um, and, but Buendia was uh, man of the match, wasn't he? He Scored more, yeah. They're sort of similar-ish players, aren't they? Yeah. So hmm. he's a
1: pound shop Coutinho. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Moving on to Darren Franks. Do you think the Sun will keep the same rules for next season? And if there was one new rule you weren't bringing in, what would it be? What do you reckon, Ben?
1: Um, well, I'm hoping they sort out this conference league, like we said, but um, I, I, I'd I, be surprised if they change any of the rules. Um, yeah. It's only that rumour going around, like we said, about the wild card for Christmas after the uh, World Cup. Yeah. That's the only thing I've, I've heard. But um, yeah, like I said before in the other pods, uh, maybe goalkeeper points for, for saves, and maybe a, a point for a clean sheet for a midfielder. Like, what do you yeah.
2: think, James? I think you're right. I I, I wouldn't. I'm not expecting to see any changes apart from maybe that Christmas wild card that's been rumoured, which makes sense because of the World Cup.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, to make things template. I think that what they touched on weren't do that during the World Cups when it's going on, they, they'll basically unlock and there'll be unlimited transfers until the first game of after the World Cup.
1: Mm. I'm, I'm hoping they don't do
0: that. Yeah, make it really template for that yeah. second half yeah. of the season. Um, yeah. On, following on from uh, Darren Franks as well, do you guys think five transfers a month plus no cap on players from one team mm. makes the sun a bit boring come the later part of the season? Um... It's easy. It's easy to say this season, isn't it? Because yeah. we've only got two teams really, other than Chelsea, the third option. Obviously, you've got Harry Kane, but and Son. But other than that, um, I think if they were say Leicester weren't rotating as much, and they were, and they were vying for the top six, and they was in the final of that West Ham com- competition that actually did the ratings. Mm. West Ham got through to the final, and they. They weren't rotating as much. I think we'd all have a different opinion. I, I think it's, it's um, five transfers a month is ample, obviously because of COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think they're sticking to five transfers, even though it looks like COVID won't be an issue next year. But I think they are sticking to the five transfer rules and then the wild card. Do you reckon it comes boring, or is it just because City and Liverpool is so good at the minute? Hmm. I reckon gems.
2: Well, I can see Darren's point. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's been worse this year than previous years. It's it's a shame that West Ham and uh, Leicester didn't progress to the finals of the European competitions and potentially win them because uh, there was this really weird scenario that I read about where the 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 European paces could, in theory, if everything came together, go all the way down to ninth place in the Premier League. Can you believe that? That would mean that all the um, we'd have to win an English side would have to win the European Cup, and obviously West Ham and Leicester would have to win theirs, and blah blah blah. blah. It's not going to happen now. Um, It's a shame that um, at least West Ham and Leicester didn't progress, um, because you know that could have potentially meant more 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 English teams in Europe. So, so could we have ended up with Newcastle in?
0: In one of the competitions.
2: Um, but, well, I was reading it because because um, if Leicester had won the Conference League, they would have got into the Europa League.
0: Mm-hmm. And if
2: yep. West Ham had won the Europa League, they would have got into the Champions League and so, so on. So Th- then spaces have been passed
0: down in the league. Yeah,
2: so the places would then move down, down the league. And I've, it, it was... Theoretically possible to for it to go all the way down to ninth, I think. Wow, which, is, which would have been unprecedented. Um, but it would have meant that there would be a much greater player pool to choose from. Um, unfortunately, that hasn't happened. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, next year we'll have a few more, few more teams to pick from. I've got a sneaking suspicion Spurs if they get their transfer strategy right in the summer. Will be good, good options next year, um, yeah. Because Conte is clearly a, a an elite manager. They can sort that defense out. Get he'll get his wing backs in, no doubt, in the summer. Hopefully, if uh, Levy can uh, open his uh, moth-eaten wallet, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> pry <Pride> open. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, there, I think there will be. Uh, you know, Arsenal look like they're turning things around with under um, Arteta, um, although they've got some transfer business to do in the summer as well. So, you know, I think there should be more choice next year. Here's hoping. Mm. Hopefully it's a bit more open.
0: Um, yeah. Right. Seed Tobes has been on. What are all your current ranks and what were your targets at the beginning of the season? And what are your overall ranked targets next season? James? Well,
2: I've I said before the season started, I was aiming for a top 100 place. Um, and I've been, I was there most of the season. Um, I was as high as 25th at one point. Um, I am currently 175th with my best team. That's only 30 points off the top 100. Um, it's gonna, it's tricky to make quick ground at this stage of the season. I still think I've had a pretty decent season. I'll be next season. Again, I think I'm going to set myself the same top 100 finish target. Um, it's achievable in dream team. I think it's not like FPL where, you know, you've got 9 million players. Um, yeah, hundred top 100 finish. That's my, that would be my aim and then take it from there. I think, um, I've got a couple of teams in the top 1000. My, I've, I've got another one that's in 816th. um, um and most of them are in the top 10k or all, all my 10 teams, but um, yeah, there's a few that I've sort of let drift now because yeah, you can't having 10 teams. You have to at some point. You have to say right, stop tinkering with the ones yeah, that are not. Yeah. Do anything <laughs> <about>. <laughs> yeah, Ben.
1: Yeah, well, um at the start of the season, it's always to win the game, the whole game. Yeah, obviously. You got Agreed. to try and win the whole game. That's that's my uh, plan. But um, this, obviously, uh, after you drop back off of that, it's top hundred for me. Try and get the top hundred. Um, Thing I've had five top hundreds over the years, but I am one hundred ninety first at the minute. So it's gonna be a, got thirty five points to to catch up on to get in the top hundred at the moment. So. I've got four teams in the top 400. So, yeah, I'm going to try, get top 100 again. What four, about you?
0: Four decent chances there, aren't you? Yeah. you like a, a, a strong run later on, not even
2: <laughs> Mr. Consistent.
0: <laughs> very, very. Um, yeah, same, Ben. Just starting to see, I want to win it. I want to win the thing. <laughs> um, so I set my teams up to try and win. Obviously, once uh, unless you have a really good start and a good few months early doors, mm-hmm. obviously you have to you have to set your sights a touch lower. Um and top one hundred, yeah, that is the aim. It was the aim. Um but as as you know, um trying to gain rank you can also lose it quite dramatically and going from like say two hundredth, not not so long ago. I dropped all the way down to eight hundredth with my best side. Back up to six hundred now. Uh, it's flip flopping around. Uh, I've got two inside the top one k, one just outside. I'd like to get them all in the top one k, and I'd like to get my best side or the other side. That's uh, that's cool. I'm probably aiming for the top three hundred, three fifty. Um, next season again, it's the aim is to win it. Um, just take whatever little bits you learn from this season, and hopefully, uh, show the same patience, but then. Maybe a little a little bit more uh, trigger happy when, when need be, but
1: yeah. I think I think James would have nailed top hundred if he didn't um, try and win the whole game. But I think he'd done the right thing by going for it because yeah, you would I have do. been thinking, Oh, what if I didn't? What if I didn't do that? Then I, you know, you, you you could have won it." Yeah. So you did the right thing in the end. No, you don't get anything for a top hundred finish, do you? So. No, that's true. You yeah. used to. Used to get used to get uh, prize pay payouts yeah. from the sun. Yeah, you did. Yeah, top hundred.
0: Yeah, it's one of them. You got to go for it. I think. I think when you're in that position, like you have to top attack the top spots. You've got to, have not you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully next season, in the same position, and you you play this, a similar attack and it comes off this time, and then you can. Uh, be up there coming the finale but yeah good question good question um right ashton Orange has been on uh team's currently looking better he's the he was uh, against the full liverpool block weren't he? the guy that's put a full team of liverpool out all eleven players in it um and then ashton ashton's team is Edison Diaz Cancelo, Mares De Bruyne Robertson Diaz Coutinho, Catino, Salah, Kane, and Jesus. I think we told him last week to go City.
2: Yep, we did.
0: He brought in Diaz and Jesus and Edison. Obviously, Diaz now out for season. Um, he says he's took our advice and gone all City. Should I use his la- the last two transfers? I think he's gonna have to tidy Diaz up sooner than the FA Cup final or the Champions League final. Um, try and maximise them games. What do you reckon, Jebs?
2: Yeah, so he's sort of suggested that um should he use the last two for the cup final or the Champions League. Yeah, I think um I don't think that's a bad strategy. Um obviously Liverpool are the team with the with the most fixtures, but the trouble is he's against a team with with that's yeah. I believe that's um, quite heavy Liverpool. So um yeah, it's a tricky one that. Um I would have suggested Alonso for, uh, for Diaz, but um, did you hear, um, uh, have you heard the rumours that uh, Alonso's fallen out with uh, Tuchel? I've heard the rumours. Yeah, um, I, I, I didn't dig any
0: deeper, so I, I wonder if they were from more credible sources, but yeah, yeah I've not dug any deeper on that.
2: Well, he was, he was subbed at half-time, so whether I suppose you could argue that was a tactical, it, it does yeah. happen. But yeah. um, Alonso does seem to fall out with managers, doesn't he? Or f- certainly fall out of favour um, with 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 every manager that he's ever had at Chelsea, pretty much. Um, p- p- except maybe Conte. Can't remember him falling out there, but uh, Conte's never around long enough to fall out with anyone, is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah so um i don't know i was going to say, i was going to say i mean you, obviously if for your last sub you 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 you're looking at Cancelo to, to to trent aren't you or kane to uh, to Mane, i think you've got to pick the the heavy hitters but what you do for the cup final is i'm not sure perhaps if you're up against liverpool you're going to have to go chelsea aren't you um so maybe Maybe you go. Maybe one of those subs is 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 to is to get is to move Diaz to uh, a Chelsea defender. But they're not on form, are they? No. Um, It's a trouble. That's the problem. It's very difficult to go against this Liverpool block, isn't it? And of course, that's what he's trying to do. Um, And you, (laughs) I mean, Leicester have got still got four fixtures left, but I'm not sure you'd want to. Risk a, a Leicester, uh, well, if only three. If you consider if you're taking it from next Saturday, so I don't know. I don't, have you got any thoughts, Ben?
1: Yeah, it's tough now. Diaz is injured. Um, you could go straight to Sinchenko from Diaz. Yeah. Um, only two two fixtures left for City, but they should get clean sheets in then games, I reckon. Um, or you could go to a Chelsea defender, you get three games, but they're playing Liverpool in the third game, so it's not much of a benefit, really. Um, mm. And then, like, I was looking at, if Diaz was fit, I was looking at maybe on the last day of the Premier League season, selling Coutinho and Jesus for, like, Son and Kulazewski attack that Norwich fixture.
0: Yeah, it's a good show.
1: But now Diaz is injured, you've probably got to look at changing him. So, yeah, like I said before, it's Zinchenko or Chelsea defender.
2: Is there an argument to, to say, actually, uh, leave Diaz in, even though he's injured, and maybe mm. just... Can't, can't, he's only got two transfers left, yeah. and use those for high upside yeah. games? So if mm. you can't replace Diaz with a high upside player, maybe there's an argument to, to keep him in there. Because you know, he's got a ceiling, hasn't he? Unless he yeah, gets a goal. Yeah. Um, that's another thing to think about. I'm not saying that's the way to play it. I'm sort of just putting it out there, really. It's, yeah. it's worth considering. Yeah, not but ideal, I, I, but I, it's can, not I can't really remember what,
0: what 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 the, the point difference is like between the two teams either. Obviously that has a bearing, maybe. Because after last week, obviously like Diaz did all right, but Salah blanked. Mane blanked, Yotta blanked. Uh Liverpool conceded. Um unfortunately for Ashton, he didn't have Sterling mm. Ford and um but he got he got the uh he got the city clean sheets. Be interesting to see what the point point difference is like, whether he saves the two transfers, hopes that city outgun Liverpool from now till that Champions League final and then just maybe block. With them two transfers because he might have got he might have mustered up a 10 or 12 point lead, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, but yeah,
0: without seeing it,
2: we, we won't know. But I see Zinchenko got 10 points this week so far. Yeah,
1: he got an
0: assist.
2: Yeah, very so, unlucky not
0: to score as well.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad return for he's he's 0.1 less than um Diaz, um, so they're similar sort of price, so that could be. A ready-made swap there potentially, yeah. But not many fixtures left, is it? That's the problem. Yeah. So nah. if you bring him in on Saturday, you've got two fixtures.
0: That's so,
2: um, and then obviously, Liv- to Liverpool's four fixtures.
0: Yeah, scary that, isn't it?
2: Uh, unless he,
1: unless he could pick the Liverpool defender that the other guy hasn't got. If he, if he hasn't got all five hmm. Liverpool defenders.
2: Yeah, but I noticed Canate started in the league uh, at the weekend against Spurs. Mm. Um, that's unusual. Matep's played yeah. most games in the league. Canate's been playing in the Champions League. Um, be interested to see what happens in the Champions League final. I can't see him not playing Canate again because mm. you can't go that long. You can't go into a Champions League final and be completely cold. You need some sort of rhythm, don't you? So, Canarte may actually get more game time, but but at the same time, he's going to share game time with Matip. So, I don't know. Uh, Tricky one. one.
0: Right, moving on. Dan Cox, what do you make of all the errors with who scored and the points recently? Um, It's been a big uh, explosion on the... um, on Twitter and, and other things, obviously, um, I think obviously with the um, Papa John's Europa League conference thing, um, obviously it's not being scored properly, and throughout the season it's proved a bit of a frustration. Uh, players scoring goals and not not getting star man awards and on other things, um, scoring the or assisting and not even getting a seven rating, so it's it's been a it's been a bit of a constant. I think there's one particular instance where Madison has been yellow carded and and not um, had his rating affected or um, or had the yellow the yellow card taken from it, away from his points. So it's a, a bit of an issue, obviously. When you when you start talking about the big prize money at the top, it's not good. Um, it's it's a game that obviously it's got its flaws, hasn't it? and it's, it's so frustrating. Right? You try to put yourself in that. That manager's position. I'd ah, be pissed off. I'd be pissed off, especially if it's affecting my uh, scores. Especially when they're so tight as well. It's not like one, two points can win or lose your game. So, and obviously, it's a life changing amount of money. What do you reckon, James? What What do you make of it all?
2: Well, yeah, like you said, the the conference ratings have been all over the place this season. Um, that they, they tend to start all the players will start at six and then they won't move until the end of the game. It's almost like they're manually fiddling around with it towards the end. Although I haven't seen such a start that that's what it was like at the start of the season. Um, The the, the incident you're referring to, yeah, Madison got booked in injury time and um, he was bang on a seven rating before that. And it didn't take that. That um, rating that that didn't affect his rating, so that's actually a four point swing because he got the three points for the seven rating, and he didn't get the minus one for the yellow card either. So that's a four point swing. So yeah, that's not that's not great. I'm hoping Dream Team will fix that up for next season. Um, we
0: you'd like to think that they did. Uh, there's enough enough noise about it that they will have a look at it this season, rectify that that error even if I, I mean they might not touch the rating but the yellow card is a little bit different to the rating I think the rules are a yellow card minus one yeah I don't think they can get away from that the ratings is is yeah I, I, I get it but I, I don't think that'd be touched but the yellow card is definite sure they have to they have to rectify that
2: yeah, and Ben, you you were chatting to Dream, you were chatting to Team Support about this ages ago, weren't you? Didn't what yeah. did they say about the conference ratings?
1: They they said that they uh, have an independent supplier doing the ratings for the Europa Conference League called Warner Leech, mm. and uh, <sighs> I've, I've googled them and I can't find them
2: on <coughs> <laughs> Google, so
1: I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine.
0: Some mm. guy in a flat, flat cap smoking a pipe. <laughs> Warner Leach. Verna Leach. <laughs> Verna Leach. Yeah, yeah, it's not good, Dan. Um, obviously, we're hoping that. Obviously, there's been a change of hands at the top uh, for next season, and and maybe they get they get a, a good angle on this and sort it all out because, it does it does put a little bit of a dampener on such a good game. Um, every now and again we have to bash it a little bit but yeah we all love playing it but hopefully they can rectify these mistakes because they are affecting I think it's life changing money Um, at the end of the day you wouldn't want to miss out by a a Madison yellow card not being deducted Um, wouldn't be good, wouldn't be fair yeah Andy Barnett Uh, we love an Andy Barnett question he's back COVID over the last three years has impacted the game in different ways. First year with the league postponement, giving clubs the chance to get all their injured players back to health. Second year, having a very packed schedule and no fans or reduced capacity. And this season with all the postponements decimating fantasy fantasy squads. Next season has the World Cup in the middle of it. So with this in mind, what potential problems do you think we'll be faced with playing Dream Team and what strategy will you use to overcome the potential problems? Um... I think one of the big bits is obviously the wild card in the middle, which we've touched on a few times. Um, I think it would be more important, probably more than ever this season, to have the quickest start, a very good start and get yourself in a very good position for the second half of the season because very quickly the, like, the estimated ownership of like the best, the, the, the best like, informed players and whatever else... Um, once that World Cup finish, finishes, everyone's in open season just to put the best side out. And, well, when we talk about templates, you can imagine what templates going to come out at the back end of that. Um, I think there's going to be a hell of a lot, uh, thousands and thousands of teams that will be the very like, very same, maybe maybe 10 and 11 players the same. So um, That's one thing. We need to get off to a quick start for me. Um, hopefully the postponements don't come into play and, Obviously then you've got to watch injuries throughout that World Cup. That's gonna um affect things, but it's not gonna matter because you've got a wild card. So if even if there's injuries, you like you can just sit back, kick back, watch the World Cup, it's not gonna really be too stressful whether your players are getting injured or not. What do you reckon, James?
2: Yeah, it's difficult to say really. Um I think with the with this rumoured Xmas wild card, um, yeah, I, I I don't think the World Cup will have the effect that it um, that it might have done with injuries and things like that. And you know, do you remember a, a lot of the England players when they came back from missing out in the Euros to to Italy? They they weren't the same players, were they? Look, remember, was it? Um, oh, uh, Chelsea's left back, whose name escapes me, who's injured I'm at sure. time. Chelsea. Uh, Ch- Chilwell. Chilwell. Chilwell, yeah. Um, Chilwell, you know, he, he quite openly admitted that um, that that affected him, even at the start of the season. So if- He didn't
1: even play. <laughs>
2: <Right>?
1: <laughs> he didn't even play for England.
2: Yes. He was in the squad. Oh, the squad he was in the he? squad, so, but yeah, I mean, he didn't yeah. play a match. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's factors like that, I suppose. But then we'll all have that wild card too. Potentially you know obviously we'll be potting in and around that time um we'll we'll be discussing factors like that um, you know that if we you know if a team misses out or goes late into the tournament um, we'll have um less rest time and things like that. It's yeah. something to think about um, depends on how how well they decide to do, I guess yeah, man.
1: Um, yeah, uh, that thing about you saying about the dream. Uh, the, sorry about the uh, wild card. Um, obviously, uh, we all play Sky Fantasy Football, and um, they have like two wild cards. <laughs> they call it an overhaul, and they have one after four game weeks, and and then everyone picks the best players straight yeah, after the four game make weeks. Make any then, sense? Yeah, and then halfway through the season, they do another one in January or so, whatever. It's February and then everyone has the best players again so it's just it's just like everyone's going to have this template team I hope it don't happen I just like 50 transfers is enough for the season I think yeah um, I just think it's daft if they do that
0: yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in agreement I hope, I hope they do knock it on the head um, but from what we've heard it's happening so just something we've got to uh Got to sort out. Yeah, I think it minimises the problems, doesn't it? But then it creates one big problem where you just end up with a a hell of a lot of teams the same. So yeah, quick start essential. Right, one one last question from uh, Twitter from suck Cock. Um <laughs> <laughs> Will Erling Harlan be in your game week one squad? <laughs> I'll give the short answer to this one. Yes. <laughs> um, no matter what, what he's uh, valued at, I think he will be essential. Um, goal scorer, that's all City needed. Someone like him, put him through the middle. Um, they're probably happy that they missed out on Harry Kane now, I would guess, by signing him. Uh, I think it's a great signing. I think in this day and age, uh, the money, what is it? It's less than 63 million euros in it.
2: something like that for his release clause yeah I mean
0: I I guess they're going to be paying him a hell of a lot of money but I mean yeah great signing for for City what do you reckon
2: I've heard they won't pay him more than um, KDB who's on about 260 grand a week because he wanted more than that but you can't you can't have him earning more than KDB can you no I mean if that's the case I read I read
1: 375 grand today that's, uh, <laughs> which, which is not as much as K- KDB or something. I don't know.
2: Uh, I, I might have got the figures wrong. It's crazy money, whatever it is, isn't it?
1: Yeah. How much do you think he'll be worth next year in the dream team?
2: Would Ronaldo, have Ronaldo come in at... Um, seven, seven I think. Yeah. Seven. So he's not going to come he'll... in more than Ronaldo, surely.
0: I think he'll come in at seven.
2: Yeah. Salah was 6'5, wouldn't he? Yeah. Salah were Which underpriced. Underpriced, if we're honest. Yeah. Um,
1: Lukaku was
2: 6, wasn't he? 6'5, six, 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 maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They have, certainly last season, they got a bit tougher with the pricing. In previous seasons, you could almost have your dream team. Um, yeah. They, you were, that seems to be a thing of the past now um all of those all those attacking fullbacks, they're all gonna get a t- get ticked up again I reckon um, oh yeah
0: I think they should get tougher again if you want to stop the templates and stop um, make people have to f- force to buy enablers and and mm. you know show a bit of nous and, and and pick these like gems from nowhere you have to mm. overprice these superstars and if you do it you'll get a much more open game.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, seven million probably would be reasonable, but sometimes um, these players don't hit the ground running, do they? And I know, no, it's yeah. Erling Haaland, but uh, we thought we probably looked at Werner and thought, and players like that, and thought, mm. oh wow, they're gonna they're gonna be good in the Premier League, and yeah. um, it doesn't always happen, does it? Um, yeah, I would Kaku. say there's more players <laughs> that don't hit the ground running than that than there are that do. But he is playing for Man City on the flip side and he's going to have the best. He's got KDB firing his bullets and various other rather skillful midfielders. Uh, It's a tricky one.
0: Honestly, I reckon I'd score 15 goals a season for City. (laughs) Honestly. They're they're relentless, aren't they? He's going to be up there, like you say, being fed by the best. He's... He's gonna he's score an absolute shit ton of goals. He, he's gonna score goals. He's a goal scorer anyway. And then you put him in, you put him in the city side. I just think, yeah, yeah, great signing, great signing. Like you said, it's not everyone hits the ground running. Luis Diaz at um, Liverpool has been absolutely amazing since January.
2: Yeah, unreal.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't think I've ever seen a player just come in and do what he's doing. But I, I think. His graft and his gar, like, it's just suited to the Premier League, suited to it.
2: Uh, Salah hit the ground running uh, when he stuck, when he came to the Premier League. Yeah, he was good. He, I watched him in pre-season and like, I had him in every fantasy format. Um, and that, that was my best, I think that was probably my best ever season because I literally had him in from start to finish. Did he I'm, not fail
0: at Chelsea though? He, he have like two did, or three yeah, he failed at
2: Chelsea. But in that pre-season, I watched him and I thought, oh my God, what a player. Yeah. Um, he wasn't given a proper chance at Chelsea I don't think no.
0: De Bruyne failed at Chelsea as well yeah. <laughs> yeah. they both played for Chelsea <laughs> at the same time unreal mm. and they gave up both of them
1: and Lukaku
0: yeah not good not good Chelsea mm. not good right what about mate, as my kids call him angry Pickford he's been an absolute revelation I think mean, for the last few weeks
1: yeah
2: he's doing well yeah
1: couple of weeks ago, I mentioned him as, a, as an enabler and you just laughed me off the pod. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and yeah, he's it, done well.
1: In the last uh, few, uh, four weeks, he's the second highest point-scoring goalkeeper. Uh, 27 it, you, points in his you last four game weeks. He must have
0: had a, few star mans, he? a few star man awards in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's better than Edison, Mendy... Uh, Al- Allison, all of them. Only Debravka's got one more point than him.
0: Wow! You know? They are. Did you put him in any of your sides, Ben?
1: I've got him in. Um, what? I Co- not the Costa. It's like a, a lower team. I needed some yeah. uh, money in.
0: It's a good shout. It's a good shout.
1: Look like a different animal now, don't you, Everton? Even Mik- <laughs> even <Mikilenko> scoring,
0: <laughs> yeah, I <don't> <laughs> volleys from outside the box.
1: What's going on?
0: Unreal, unreal. They've got through that tough run of games now, and they look, yeah, dead certs to stay up now. And <laughs> they looked absolutely nailed to go down. Yeah, yeah. So sort of crazy, just yeah. They just, I don't know. They just look like a proper team now. They all seem to be like
2: fighting for each other and just yeah. Well they've all they've all realised that they've got relegation clauses in their contracts that um <laughs> half their wages and stuff like when they get to the championship. So we uh, oh, right. can't have that. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: the Everton fans were brilliant uh, on Sunday. They stayed stayed in the ground like for an hour after the game, just singing or <laughs> singing wow. all the way like proper mad. Brilliant. Yeah, what about Leicester Ma- then? Well oh, crap. onthebeach.com
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two. he's rotating the team again, taking players out, giving players rest. You got enough you got you all you got to play for now is your league position, play your best team I think.
0: Yeah, a guy not you.
1: I only watched the first half. Um my missus convinced me to go to go in trimming bush
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> your, no not, your, um, not that one
2: razor out Ben hey eh? did you get your razor out no not
1: that one the bush in the front garden
2: <laughs> massive what hedge what I got a massive that? hedge in my
1: front garden and it took me about three hours to just do the front bit of it I've still got the sides to finish
0: you should have got you should have got a little more 4.0 <laughs> 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 brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> right over to the uh, the mini leagues exciting news is everything's landed all the trophies have landed uh, for all the mini leagues that we've run this season um, and all the uh, the what's it called
2: <laughs> the t-shirts merchandise the, the, the merch
0: mer- all the, the merch, merch has landed that's it okay. yeah the t-shirts the mugs pens so they're all here they're all ready to be sent out to all our winners and, and people in the Patreon and stuff and I've lots of giveaways and stuff coming, coming your way so yeah everything looks great uh, it's taken away my conservatory light, but you know one of them right the leagues so the mini league cash mini league Dream Team Tonic cash mini league top 10 um, James you going to give this a read out mate
2: yeah, sure. <clears throat> so in 10th, we've got um, Jonathan Perrault. In joint 8th, we've got Michael White and Ben Lee. Wee. Wee. In 7th, we've got Andrew Ferguson. 6th, Heath Robson. 5th, Alex Cole. 4th, Steve Legg. 3rd, Kerry Jones. 2nd, Dan Sheward. And at the top, still, Alex Cole.
0: He's got a bit of a gap there now. 32, 57 points there.
2: Yeah, I think he's. Uh, it's going to be tough to, to beat Alex this year, isn't it?
0: I think it is. I've got this trophy here for you, Alex. I I pray that you live I don't know, somewhere reasonable because these posted costs are obviously going to build. Um,
1: Isle of Wight he lives on.
0: There's a few postcodes we don't deliver to. Um <laughs> <laughs> No but yeah smashing it Alex. Um, anyway
1: anyway where are you? Let's be having you. Where are you?
2: <laughs> Here,
1: I can't see you two on the mini league.
2: Uh, well, I, I totally totally cocked my 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 team up by uh, yeah um removing my Liverpool block. <laughs> yeah,
0: Here, we're at 15th Where am Uh I?
2: you're not too far away then. Last time I looked, I was 19th or something like that. 29
0: points behind the top 10. Still doable. Yeah, yeah, James, you're 18th, mate. (laughs) Uh, I've got another team there in 22nd as well, but that's probably a bit too far away, though. Um, How many many, uh, is he in this league? It's quite a lot, isn't it? About 200 or so teams. So, yeah. That's that league done. Over to the DT Tonic Patron League. Um, and as ever, I get to read this one out because I'm never on it. <laughs> um, right, top 10. In 10th, Andrew Barnett. 9th, Sean Siddall, 8th, James Fricker. Yay. 7th, Sam Course. 6th, Michael White. Fifth, Connor Tobin. And then into the prizes. In fourth, Stephen Broughton, who get himself a nice pen. In third, David Dunkley. He would get himself
2: a one. mug.
0: A mug. In second, Paul McNally, which would get himself a shirt. A t-shirt. And top of the shop, ben Lee, who would get himself. A trophy. And, and a t-shirt. It, and a t-shirt.
1: Back on top.
0: There he is. How are you both getting on in the cup? Um, oh, James, you got knocked out by Fergie, didn't you?
2: I got knocked out by two points. Um, I was I was beating Fergie and... and uh, um, <coughs> with with Morris. Mar- well... <coughs> Moras had star man for uh, for City against Real Madrid um and um, even when Real got their first goal I was I was still top um and then when Real got their second goal Mares lost his star man <laughs> yeah and it uh, went yeah to rodrigo, it. didn't it? sorry I think
1: it went to rodrigo the star man
2: it did yeah so that 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 killed my Ambitions in the Patron Cup and Fer- Fergie beat me by two points. Of course, and game. don't Close. forget your Trent. Trent uh, well, didn't get seven rating. Like to whinge too much. And um, Trent, lost, um, <laughs> <laughs> Trent lost his uh, his seven rating in the In no, they changed it at, after ten minutes. They Trent lost his seven seven rating, um, which was annoying. Which would have also meant that I would have uh, pipped Fergie by one point. Well, there you go. You know, I, I don't like to complain. How <laughs> Are you going on, Ben?
1: I am playing. I beat Fitzy in the last round. It was a tight game, um, and I am playing C tops now, Connor. Uh, he's beating yeah. me by I think about five points at the moment. He's gone, Man City. He's gone, used like free transfers, brought in the Man City block, brought Son in which worked out well for him Um, I think he sold Sterling though and he bought Mares. and I sold Mares and bought Sterling (laughs) big swing so that that 18 points has just kept me in it I've got a Liverpool block and he's got Man City block so
0: it's touch and go that's going to be a course on this midweek morning I've
1: got Kane he's got Son
2: it's really very close It could go either Mm. way too,
1: and then if whoever wins that plays Fergie or Dan Cox in the semi final,
0: you know, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've not had a gander out of them two are getting on actually. Um, get that one up, but yeah, um, some course games. Like I say, there's not many pods left of the season, uh, we will have one at the end wrapping everything up. Um, obviously, just having a bit of a debrief. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, we got through it. Um, I don't feel great at all, chat So it's been, it's been. Uh, God, we've got, uh, got it, got it done. And oh, it went too bad. Weren't too bad. The beers kept me going. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, uh, if you've not been across to the website dreamteamtonic.com uh, get across there and give Connor's uh, Connor's Dream Team blog a, a read. Absolutely of smashing stuff he does um and just some really good write-ups uh it's funny informative and it's it's good to follow his team and his gambles every every month so get over there and, and give that a read put some really good work out um we've got a fixture ease across on the patreon courtesy of ben uh we've got all sorts of content across there if you've not been on to our patreon and and, and uh got yourself uh, some more content. Patreon.com forward slash stream team tonic. Um I know it's the end of the season. we are pausing the um subscriptions for June. Uh, we'll be back with plenty of content in July. Um lots of stuff to uh to get you prepped for the new season and make sure that you are starting off um the best you can the best way you can really. Yeah. Uh, you get some good advice, it gives you some good write ups, we get some good pods and some stuff that are exclusive former to the Patreons, and
1: yeah,
0: obviously, We've got all we the we lads thank... on
1: the Discord as well, haven't we?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a great That's... group of lads on the Discord. I, yeah. I think probably one of the most valuable things um, on the on the Patreon is the, is the uh, Discord access. Um, not only is there some really cracking advice on there and that, but it's a good laugh, and there's some some good guys, very friendly bunch. Um, yeah, so we welcome you all if you if you fancy it. Patreon.com forward slash dream team tonic. Even just a, a quick try out uh, for the last few weeks of the season. And then obviously um you know it's the right decision to make in the run up to your, your new dream team season next next year. Um as ever, lads, it's a pleasure. Um I'm gonna get myself to bed.
1: Well done, Tony. <laughs> yeah,
0: nice one Tony. Try, try and sleep this off. Nice one, chaps. Um Yeah. Speak soon, chaps. Cheers. See you later. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.